Welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it is your first time, welcome to you. Thank you for giving us a shot. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than the Keen Cobb. Hello. Uh, I don't get the in front of my name often. It's very nice. I like it. You're very welcome, man. I think you should get it more. I appreciate that. Because like, your name's pretty unique. You're not a Keen Cobb. Nobody knows multiple Keen Cobbs. I mean, you're not lying. You're not lying. A lot of, there's a lot of Keens, though. You uh, met other, have you met other Keens? Yes. Mm. Uh, I'm not a fan of any of them because uh, they're taking my shine, <laughs> and I don't appreciate Wait. it. So you say, are you saying you're not very keen of it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel dumb because I walk right into that. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm not. Because uh, the, first, the very first other Keen I learned of, I learned there was a uh, British band by oh. that name when I was in middle school, and I wanted to sue them. Uh, for copyright infringement because I thought I could do that when I was 12. And um, I realized, or I learned that they named themselves after this like old woman that took care of them or something. So what? Like, it wasn't you? Exactly, right? <laughs> I was I was highly upset. Like, wait, wait, they didn't steal my name. They didn't steal a name from a from a chubby black kid in, in Philadelphia. They didn't steal it hmm. from a from a kindly old English woman that helped them out. I bet the she nerve. never even existed. <laughs> <laughs> hurry up, lads. Let's let's create some real fake real quick. Hurry up, hurry up. So who was who was the first in person keen you met? Uh it might have been an Irish dude, but his last name was Keen. Mm. So it wasn't a first name. So they were like because like uh what was it? I think I was on like a, a field trip and um I can't remember if it was to the yeah, I think I might have been to like the aquarium and like it was like two different schools working together, or whatever, and their teacher, Mr. Keen, was a dude from Ireland. And yeah. when they when they saw when they saw that it was me, it was like, oh, Keen. I was like, do I like? I was like, do I know you? And like when, they, when we start talking, like he's like, I can't do an Irish accent. I was like, hey, Keen, how's it going? I was like, oh, hey, Keen. It was like a huh, kind of thing for a minute. You were like the Batman, and he was Bane of of Keens. <laughs> do you know yes, what I mean? He was, he was raised in it. He was yes. raised in the King. <laughs> yes. You merely adopted it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. How where did your parents come up with Keen? Uh, my mom wanted me to be named after my dad. My dad's name is Kenneth. Uh, but my dad, his older brother was named after their father, James, AKA Jimmy, but people called him junior. And my dad always thought he wouldn't want his son to be called junior all of his life. Cause he thought that was like disrespectful. So they literally, my mom was like, uh, she was like, you, she, many occasions she would tell me, you're lucky your name isn't boy. Because the way I was like doped up after the pregnancy, I didn't care what they called you after a while. I was like, thank you, mom. That was, mm -hmm. that's lovely. But uh, they literally just opened up a book and like dropped their finger on it. And uh, what not a lot of people know is my name is actually pronounced Kean. But when I was in school, I got sick of people mispronouncing it. And then I heard the, the way that it's supposed to be pronounced and I just adopted it there. So, and I like the way Keen Cobb sounded, even as a, at, at a younger age, than Keen Cobb. I felt like that took too long. So mm -hmm. I was just like, Keen Cobb. Keen Cobb. Remember how I told you never ask a black person how they got their name? <laughs> 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 told you that. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> all right. So, Keen, do you know what this podcast is about? Uh, two Jack Bros. That's what it's called. So. That is definitely what it's called. Uh, we It is completely disguised what this podcast is about basically the premise of this podcast is to prove that you can have a dark sense of humor and still reach a higher consciousness slash enlightenment right 
So what nice. we do is nice. we take our guest, who today is you, mm-hmm. Keen Cobb. Key and Cobb. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm using come, coming from you. I would not be surprised. I'll be chilling somewhere and be like Key, and I'm like, yeah, you're Key for that. That's your fucking name. That's your name. <laughs> Key Mama named you that. I'm gonna call you that. So today, our guest Key and Cobb <laughs> is gonna be taken through the process of enlightenment so that we, Ansley and myself, and the listeners can laugh our way to a higher consciousness without doing the same work that you're about to do. This sounds very interesting and scary, and I'm excited. Yeah. It's basically, uh, again, I know I reference this a lot. It's a large part of my life. But Avatar, The Last Airbender. Nice. This is basically the guru episode of that. Okay. So you, you ready for this? Yes. So everybody gets the same questions on this podcast. Okay. All right, right cool. And uh, Ansley, let's get into this. All right. So Keen, what experience or event did you learn the most information from? Mm, uh now, when you say information as far as, like, like actual factual information or, like, information... That a motherfucker. I've been wanting to say that for episodes, <laughs> like, mad You're episodes. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, like, you know, life experience. Like, you know, what, what shapes how you see the world? I think, actually, what, what's, what's wild is I think uh, Sid was here for this one. Uh, a bunch of comics, we went and... Uh, we went to a mountain, I think it was a mountain or a range or whatever, and we went hiking. Mm. And at the time, for whatever reason, I was just an angry, angry man. I was sad about stuff, sad about like my luck with women and just like how I felt like I wasn't being uh, looked at properly or respected for like my my artistic endeavors, aka my comedy career. Um, and then uh, Baby Boy took shrooms for the first time. And then I thought a hawk was talking to me. <laughs> I thought a hawk was legit yelling at me. And then I realized I'm going to die one day. So I'm going to just enjoy this. And from that point, that legit like shifted my whole like uh, my whole look, 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 outlook on things. Uh, before that, I would uh, I would like purposely make angry posts for no reason just to get attention. And then now. I watch like a puppy getting adopted video and I might cry a little bit. So I think that changed me the do most. You, what do you think back? What do you think when Facebook memories shows you your old angry posts? Oh my God. I was like, yo, what was I on? If it was, here's the thing. If it was, if it's not an old angry post, it's a very oddly horny post. Like it was <laughs> one where I met, I mentioned like, um, I said something about, <laughs> I think I said something about getting like a Colt 45 with like a Himalayan woman or something. And it made no sense. And like the bad part was a lot of people can claim like, oh, I was a kid. Blah, blah. I was like 22 or 23 when I made this post. So I'm like, I had yeah. enough sense, but I just was just posting wild shit. So you're a mopey thirst trap. I'm upset that you you. <laughs> I'm upset that you were able to put it in a box that quickly. <laughs> but yes, uh, a mopey thirst trap. Because I would, I would, I would. I used to call. It, I used to try to consider myself to be a lovable loser or something. And I'm just like, that's just stupid. Mm. I'm a loser. Who who loves losers? But um, but yeah, mopey thirst trap. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I might, you know what? With your, with your blessing, that might be an album title. Go for it, man. Maybe <laughs> thirst trap. Uh, and, and I will confirm that allegedly, yes, I was allegedly on this camping trip where mushrooms were allegedly taken. 
Allegedly. Pretty sick camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Pretty fucking sick, allegedly. Um, so how would you then uh, distill the information that you got from that experience into like one little sentence or like what, like what exactly was it that was so eye-opening? I think if I had to say it, in, if it was like one sentence, it would probably be like, um, enjoy your time. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, uh, like I said, when I was doing the th- whole thing, like all of a sudden it was kicking in. The grass was looking differently. Like I said, I thought I was having a conversation with a hawk. And like, what do hawks talk about? Yeah, they're the they were just honestly. Uh, I heard the screech, and I was like, "Oh, he! They're alerting the prey. Like, hey, I'm coming for you. Yeah, I'm coming, and you can't stop this." And I was like, "Yo, how sick is that?" Where the hawk is like, "Yo, I got talent. Yeah. yeah, you can't stop me." Like other others, other obviously, you guys probably know. Like, there's other like predators that's kind of sneaky, or like some people kind of. Like, some people, some uh, predators like lay in wait and like they'll, they'll like snap on you or something. But the hog is like literally flying around, like, "Hey, hey, here I come!" And it just, <laughs> it just grabs them. So yeah. I'm coming, bitches. Exactly. That's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Um, is that what you thought hawks talked about? <laughs> did, you, did you think hawks were so fucking uber confident? Uh, I didn't. I thought they were like, like, hey, I see stuff over there. Like, I don't know. You think, do you think hawk, where do you think hawks fall on the hierarchy for birds of prey? Oh, they're up there. They're, they're up there. They watch this, watch this name two other birds of prey. (laughs) Falcons and eagles. Okay. You got me. (laughs) (laughs) me. Could you name one other? And vultures. They're scavengers. They're not exactly birds of prey. It's a little bit different. And I don't know. Can you? Yeah. Owls. Owls. The sneaky ones. Yeah. Super sneaky. Yeah. Quiet flyers. Come on. Act like you don't know. Uh, so enjoy yourself. Be a, be a fucking hawk. Yeah. Just get out there. Scream it to the world. I'm coming at you, world. I'm not going to try to sneak up on the world, right? No. Nah. Fucking open up world. <laughs> I'm here. Ding dong. Yeah. What up? Did you have like an immediate change in like your behavior patterns and how the world reacted to you after that? Honestly, I think so. Because uh, before before then, they, <coughs> excuse me, people wouldn't say it to my face, but I, I heard I had a nickname of Mean Keen <laughs> for a long time. Uh, it, it was just like, I... <sighs> Yeah, because I, I, and what's funny is I'm kind of the same way. I'm just more, I'm more thoughtful about, more thoughtful of like my <laughs> actions. Because like a lot of times people will say like I'm short or I'm, well, I'm some short height was, but I mean short tempered, uh, very like curt with people as far as like I'll cut things off like immediately. But now I'm like way more like um, accepting of things, way more <laughs> patient with things. Uh, and like after that, um, after that, I felt the sh- I felt the shift. I felt the change, and then like maybe like a few months later, a few close friends are saying, "Hey, you're you right. You're not blah blah blah. You're not a mopey thirst trap anymore. <laughs> um, uh, the thirst trap just dialed is just dialed back a little bit. Still, still out here trapping. Still not trapping. Still thirsting though. So yeah, yeah. But happy, for sure. Happy trapping. Happy. Oh, happy trapper. There it yeah. is. <laughs> All right, Keen. So from here on out, what we're going to do is basically 
open up your chakras. And each question from here on out is associated with it opening up a different chakra. Okay. The first chakra is the root chakra located in your butthole. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> we got consent. All right. Once again. Here we go. Bend over. Anne's like, fist him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Why did I agree <laughs> All right. Let's get yeah. it. So, Keen, how did you learn to overcome fear? I learned I learned it by or I learned overcoming it uh, by accepting that it's there, because a lot of times I, I know for sure when I was younger, um, I would try to either ignore it or try to imagine it's not there and just like try to like blindly walk through it and pretend it's not there. Um, but it I got it, I got it from like a movie uh, that wasn't I don't think it was highly acclaimed. Uh, but it was a uh, a father son movie uh, with uh, Will Will and Jaden Smith, and he had a great speech about how like fear is just like the idea of fear because like whatever is there is there anyway. So like you have to talking about After Earth. Yes, I can remember the I can remember what it was called. <laughs> I remember it's, that movie. Yeah, it was a life changing movie that was so unacclaimed he doesn't even remember the title. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, so wait, to you, it's not a claim. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah there it is. Yeah, it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so big in my life, but uh, I can't yeah. remember what it's called. So yeah, I heard this line in the movie I don't like. That. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that I didn't like it. I just yeah. said I thought other people didn't like it. Yeah, um, yeah, but so the, the line was? I don't remember the, exactly. The, 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 I don't remember the, the word gist, for So the gist, what was the gist of Oh, the, the gist is basically um, fear is in your mind. Like it's the, it's the thought it's you jumping to conclusions of what could happen instead of actually processing as it's happening. And if you can process it as it's happening, you'll be able to come overcome it and deal with whatever is there for the most part. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I, I'll, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't like nervous or like afraid whenever like I'm performing or getting ready for a show or stuff like that. Same time though. I know based on um, evidence that I've gathered of prior performances that like when I'm out there, I'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll it'll work out. And if not, I'll make it look good either way. So another Will Smith line, I'll make this look good. So Okay. Yeah. Damn, two how many how many Will Smith quotes? Well, we only allow four per show. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Burn through two. Okay. Burn through very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. I should have I should have we should have talked about this beforehand. I apologize. I'll deal with it. I'll be yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so can you remember a time in your life when you were the most scared? Um, may, ooh, maybe twice, two different times. One time, I think it was, I was in gym class in high school mm-hmm. and wow, it's wild how like memories just pop up on nowhere like this. Uh, so I was in gym class in high school and I was getting ready to start playing basketball. I was a freshman though. And when you first when you first start high school, hear all these stories about like, oh, they're gonna do this to freshmen, they're gonna do this to freshmen. And eventually you learn like, don't wanna really care about no freshmen. If anything, mm-hmm. they're annoyed by it. I'm like, yo, get out of my way. Um, but like, I was nervous because we were gonna play a game, but actually no, I'll take that back. Not not that. I'm sorry. Not that not that. I was scared to uh I say audition, that's how much of a theater kid I am now. Uh I was going to try out for our football team. And my cousin ended up getting on the team and he went from like freshman. He was a varsity player freshman year. Mm. So like big boy, huh? He's a big boy. He was what six two, 
290 or something, yeah. defensive lineman. So, yeah, big boy. Mind you, I was like, what, 5'4", 270? So, big boy, but not in the right kind of big. So, if anything, yeah. uh, I'll probably... You're a square boy. Yeah. If anything, I would have been put <laughs> on, like, the offensive line, like, at guard, and just like, all right, just stand there and just take the punishment. Yeah. Just Geodude. Just exactly. Just like, hold it down like a Geodude. <laughs> Geodude. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> golem, golem, golem. Uh, Anthony, Anthony, what's Geo Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it, got it. But right. yeah, so I was afraid of that. And like, I, oh man, I remember um, I got out of class. I got out of my last class late and I was walking over to our field and I looked up in the rafters and I seen like everybody like stacked up waiting to try out. And I looked and my scared ass was like, nope. And just turned around and just out of that fear. You left the tryout? I left the tryout. Dude, I would not have the balls to leave a tryout. Like, that would be, <laughs> that would, I would, like, man, I would rather fall on my face in the mud at the tryout than, that is crazy. Yeah. You can leave tryouts? <laughs> <laughs> what? The fuck? That's wild. That is, I, man, there are so many tryouts I wish I would have left. Like, think, like, hearing, I've never even heard somebody suggest leaving a tryout before it's crazy yeah you can leave tryouts (laughs) man so how did like did people say anything as you were leaving no they didn't they didn't say because like uh my because the way so the way um so my high school was in in the northeast and like i'm from the northeast but like i moved out to germantown area like northwest uh for middle school so when i came back by the time I came back, my cousin who stayed in the Northeast, he and all his friends basically went from middle school to high school together. So mm-hmm. they're all like a cool pack. Me, even though I'm from there, I'm not from there. So it's like, it's almost like, not Fresh Prince. That, oh, damn it, that's three. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so when I came back, I was just like a regular nobody. Yeah. Nobody knew who I was. So like when I left, they didn't really... They didn't really care. They probably just thought you walked into the wrong room for a second. Pretty much. Walk back out. (laughs) Pretty much. Did you get to, like, how close did you get before you turned around? Like, they could all see you turn around? Yeah. They could see me. So what what was the fear that, that, what turned you around? Probably, like, the, I was afraid of being embarrassed at, like, my lack of athletic ability. Because, like, my dad was, uh, um, my dad. Oh, you must have been so worried about tripping as you were leaving, like, walking. <laughs> Could you imagine like, being embarrassed? Foot, foot, foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, how bad would that have been to be like, all right, guys, I can't. Oh! And then just like, and I would have been that guy. Oh, no. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been, oh, that would have been 10 times worse. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about, what, what was the other time that is uh, one of the most scared times that you can remember? I think because you said there were two. Yeah, yeah. The other yeah. one was definitely a, a myriad of times where I had to tell a woman how I felt about them. Because mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason, a quick aside, uh, for whatever reason, when my mom found out that I'm, I'm, I do stand-up and I do comedy, she'd, she'd always be like, oh, my God, I, can, I don't know how you can do it. I can't deal with seeing all those faces looking at me while, while I'm on stage, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, I'm like, well, when I'm up there, there's so many faces, I can't focus on any of them. So I don't care. It's just a wall at that point. So, like, I feel more comfortable in front of more people. Reversely or transversely? Whatever. Inversely? There it is. Mm-hmm. Inversely. When a lot of people are looking at you. 
Like when when they're on stage, when the, when a crowd of I'm people are on stage, oh and you're in the audience. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> no, um, uh, that's not that's not like an old Rubar joke uh, where you perform for one person twice. No, but um, no, my bad. Um, dealing with one person scares the hell out of me because especially if I look to them or look for them for like uh for either comfort or for uh, acceptance to have that one person to let down that one person whoever that one person is uh fucks with me like like heavy so like the 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 multitude of times where I had to like bite the bullet and just like say either hey this isn't what I thought it was going to be so no thank you or hey I'm really into you what do you think about that so yeah that have you been able to apply your after earth technique while talking to chicks from time to time yeah uh oh you know what you should be trying to apply when talking to chicks hitch the movie hitch like dance or like catch no no no. that was the will smith movie where he was like a pickup artist yeah, he yeah. taught kevin james how to be a pickup artist yeah that's that's the will smith you need to channel when you're talking to chicks you're just not appropriating your will smiths correctly <laughs> <laughs> So for a while, the Will Smith, the Will Smith mold I was in was uh, the Will Smith Fresh Prince. Mm -hmm. So I would try to be like boastful and try to be like all like bigger, bigger than yeah, bigger, bigger as far as like characters. What I what I what I was. Um, So I would try like different lines and different like pickup lines, and I would never deliver them to the same oomph as him. Mm -hmm. So like it would come off kind of weird. I'd be like, hey. Girl, you, your feet hurt, and just stop there. Okay, and, and I'll forget the part of running through my mind all day. So yeah, yeah, shit like that. Yeah, we. I think you just got to find out like your right combination of Will Smiths for the moment. You can't just you can't just roll with one and be like I'm a master this one. You got yeah. you got to use them all. You got to be like the Will Smith avatar. <laughs> <laughs> like You're all like of Independence Day. <laughs> Fresh Prince. (laughs) After. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So we'll consider that a Fear Chakra Unlocked. Yes. Fear Chakra Unlocked. Ansley, keep it moving. All right. So, Keen, this this is your pelvis chakra. It's located in your pelvis. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is a little segment we like to call My Bad. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. Whoa, we just got done doing Keen's Patreon episode, and boy, was it a ton of fucking fun. Keen, did you have a good time? So much fucking fun. Hell yeah. What was your favorite part? Got him. <laughs> I don't want to give it away. They got to pay for it. Hell yeah, Keen. <laughs> he knows how to sell a Patreon. One dollar gets you all of our exclusive content, which not only includes the counter to this podcast that you're listening to right now, Two Jack Bros, which we call Two, Two Jack Bros After Dark, but you also get our fight commentary and analysis on Anthony's Jiu-Jitsu matches. And whatever else comedy related that we put up there, or anything else related, we're gonna have Ansley start putting up a weekly thing. Mm. Maybe we should talk about that first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, we didn't say this in the podcast, but Keen's doing a comedy show at the Crossroads Theater at Plays and Players Theater coming up. Look that up and go to this, see that comedy show. You'll have a good time. Now we're gonna get back to this episode and find out who or what Keen has to apologize to. Like a recent apology or whatever you need to get off your chest. Get it off your chest, dog. Um, 
I want to apologize to uh, the Torres um, corner store that was legit directly across the street from my grandmom's house when I was growing up. I want to apologize to them because um, I got mad one time. I don't remember why. It might have been a mistaken cheesesteak order. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember why. Um, but I got upset and I kicked uh, their two liter bottles of uh, soda and they were like, get out of here. You're not allowed in there anymore. And I was legit banned from that place for like a good two or three weeks. And like at first and I, I'm apologizing to them because that was like really stupid. And I was I was like, maybe what? nine or ten when i did Wait, this was there two liter bottles on like the bottom shelf like how or was this a high kick oh no <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish it was a high kick god i wish it was a high kick it would have been so cool no it was like a legit uh, uh, little uh, that kind of kick <laughs> yeah it was like warm two liters that are like exactly yeah they were nowhere near the fridge no okay. they were like in casings and stuff so no um i felt like i felt bad initially and then i realized my grandma couldn't send me to the store for a few uh. weeks and then she'd be like, Kian, can you? Now you done got your ass kicked out. Uh, right? I need you to go to the store. And I'm just sitting there like, yes. So um, I felt bad about that, though, as far as like being a little twerp and kicking it for no reason. So mm-hmm. I apologize. Uh, I'm like, they might still be in business. But, you uh, kicked them out of business? <laughs> <laughs> All the way back in 95. I kicked them out of business. <laughs> but uh, to, the, to the Torres... Uh, corner store, my bad. Yeah, that was a different time. That was the Mean Keen era. That was young yeah. Mean Keen too. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you? Are you? Do you have any more questions about that? That seems like a pretty cut and dry apology. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good apology. My bad, Torres. Yeah. My bad. But you also. Oh, my bad. Me, uh, me, Malo Torres. Yeah. Sometimes you got to kick a two liter. Yeah. Every yeah. now and again. Yeah. Get your cheese taker order right. I'm yeah. saying. And we just talked about this recently on Stoner Dads, by the way. Shout out Stoner Dads. Uh, about getting fuck shit up insurance. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an insurance that allows you to do, like, a certain amount of property damage. And they'll cover that for you. Oh, yeah. depending on the situation? Yeah, and your, and your, like, legal situation. All that shit will get covered financially for you if you have fuck shit up insurance. So, like, if they, so, like, so, like, go back in the time or whatever and be like, wait, this isn't what I ordered. It's like, sorry, Poppy, I can't do anything. I'm like, all right, um, cool. Call, call your grandma. Ask her about your policy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think you're good until September. So if you want to kick some bottles, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I can? All right. Fuck you. Ah, I start kicking shit. Yeah. Nice. That's the world I want to live in. <laughs> that's, uh, so yeah, that's, that's a my bad. That's a pelvis chakra unlocked. Yes. Apologizing for a little mean king, little square, little square boy kicking your fucking two liters. <laughs> 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 little square boy. Oh. Do you remember the first time you were allowed back in the store? I probably snuck in, yeah. uh, or kind of like I kind of did one of those kind of like look and see, seeing if if everything was cool. And like uh, either the either the, the chef in the back or the person up front kind of looked at me. It was like gave it that, that that approval nod, just to like, yeah. you're good. Don't yeah. worry about it. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I say pelvis chakra unlocked. Ansley, keep it moving. All right, we're to the gut chakra now. So, Keen, how do you move past disappointment in yourself? How do I move past uh, disappointment in myself? 
Um, you know, uh, the way I do it, I think. So my my dad passed away when I was like eight, and for a long time, I would like imagine him talking to me from time to time. So like whenever I'm disappointed myself, I kind of give myself a pep talk. But I think even to this day, I think that it's him talking to me as far as like, hey, you could do this, you could do that, you're okay, don't worry about it, take care of it. So I, I kind of think I still use that um, and just try to remind myself of like the good that I've done or like the way I've helped people. Um, and that helps me like get past whatever, whether it's like a job thing, whether it's like I fucked up a joke or like I missed a show or something like, well, I'll never miss a show, but stuff like that. Like anything like comes up and I can't really fix it right then and there and I'm kicking myself about it. Usually like an inner voice comes up and it's like, hey, you're good. You know what? Not even in only disappointments, whenever I'm like dumb high, there's a voice that comes over. It's like, hey, you're all right. It's okay. You're good. You'll be all right. So yeah, that that voice kind of helps. Mm. First of all, uh, we 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 talk about this off camera all the time, but like so many of the people, the comedians that we bring on the show, had a parent pass at a young age, and almost so many that we should have like like a fucking like a bell that we ring every time somebody's like yeah you know I you lost know I mean? my yeah it was like we're like yeah. hey. Yeah. <laughs> like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like yeah. that, that, that's yeah. the word. Yeah. That's the like that's the phrase. Well, I learned I didn't know anything know anything about this. I think I learned it from Fennell. Mm-hmm. It might have been uh he called it the Dead Dad Club. Yeah, yeah Fennell keeps bringing people into the Dead Dad yeah, Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Our> last, uh, <laughs> Casey Cuffed, our last guest, the last episode before you, one of his uh when his dad died, something that helped him like chuckle and have a good moment was when Fennell on the post was like, welcome to the Dead Dads Club. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fennell will get you in. <laughs> he, I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I'll, we always ask this question. This is a follow-up question we, uh, I like to always ask in this section, which is uh, with like either sports or like performance arts, like, you know, through middle school, high school and stuff, was there ever a time uh, – that you had like a big disappointment in yourself with one of those types of things growing up? Like a, like a talent kind of thing and it didn't work out or. Yeah. Like if you didn't already say leaving a tryout, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like stuff like that, <laughs> like other, yeah. Other versions of that. Hmm. What you, all right. I got a, a bunch just pop up out of nowhere. So, the one thing I'm disappointed in, or one of the one of the things I'm disappointed in, in middle school, I think like maybe sixth or seventh grade, uh, for because we're idiots, we had a wrestling organization. I can't remember what it was called, but I was the European champion, only because if you bought if you buy the toy uh, title mm-hmm. and you call it what you want, you're that champion until you lose it. Mm. I never lost that championship. I'm disappointed because I never won the world championship. Of that of that uh, organization we had world championship, which is basically the champion of uh, middle school and Mount Airy. Shout out to Henry H. Houston. Uh, but yeah, so I'm disappointed in that. Uh, Wait, I'm very confused to the hierarchy of this little world you just explained. Okay, so boom, there we are, bunch of dumb kids. 
Uh, we love pro wrestling. This is it's smack dab in the middle of uh, the Attitude Era, a.k.a. Uh, DX. Okay. Uh, the Rock wasn't, man, that was, oof. The Rock wasn't nowhere near being Dwayne Johnson yet. I mean, he was yeah. born that, then now he's like The Rock at this point. Um, and then in, that's WWF. In WCW, you had NWO, you had NWO Wolfpack. I'm a huge nerd. Anyway, so we had all that going. And uh, and part of the cool thing was my middle school was from kindergarten all the way to eighth. So because of that, in middle school, I had recess. So I didn't stop having recess until I got to high school. So we would wrestle and stuff. Um, and then eventually somebody brought in like a world championship and just claimed to be the champion. And we were like... Nah, it makes sense. You have the championship belt. So, yeah, you're the champion. So, gotcha. from that point on, whenever you brought in, whenever someone brought a, bought and brought in a title, they were that champion. And to have to sneak out every day with a championship belt and my mom not notice in my book bag, mm. that was a skill in and of itself. So, couldn't you have also just bought the world championship belt and been like, I'm also the world champion? Yes and no. Because... I didn't buy it first. So someone already had a world championship belt. So they had, they were the world champion. So because of that, any other belt you got after that was like the lower rank. So there was like, which we had the world champion. <laughs> we had tag team champs. We had the intercontinental championship. So if, if you found his mom's receipt, would you technically own his belt? It's like the receipt of the, it was the receipt to the belt, like the deed to the belt. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it as far as like property like that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, now they'll make a solid case. Yeah. Okay, so you never you never won the world championship belt. Yeah. Did you fight for the world championship belt? Yes, and I lost. How many how many attempts? I think twice, and I defended I defended mine uh, like maybe two or three times, but like yeah, I lost I lost those matches. How did you lose them? I think one somebody came off the top rope, which was uh, which was a. Uh, 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 Pommel horse or like yeah. a wooden pommel horse or whatever. Not pommel. You know what I'm talking about. Like a big ass log. Kind of like a horse. Yeah. Yeah. So like somebody jumped off the top <laughs> you know of that. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I, I can't picture this at all. Yeah, wooden are horse. you guys inside or you outside? Yeah. Where, okay, so, where are so the, you? So the way it was set up, uh, like I said, because because of the way the school was, there was like a big um like a big like um jungle gym kind of thing going. So it was like all filled with wood chips and shit, right? Okay. So one corner was two balance beams. Okay. Like kind of low and kind of like a little higher up. So that was like one corner of the ring. And on the other side, that's where the wooden, the wooden like pommel horse was. So that was the ring. Just jumping around and hitting each other like okay. on the wooden chips. So somebody jumped off the wooden pommel horse and then like a splash. And I lost the world championship that way. No, no, no. You, you didn't have it though. You didn't lose it. I did not win. There you the go. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker over here is doing valor. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. I have another one. Yeah, what's the other one? The other one is uh, when, I was that, when I was that age and I used to play basketball, I had a really good post game, and that is completely gone now. So I'm disappointed in myself now for not keeping up with my post game back then. Because mm, it's the same people, just adult, uh, older now. Yeah. So you technically could still have a post game if you kept it up. Yeah, I mean, but at five, eight, um, I'm not that effective. I'm a better shooter now, and that came from me uh, just uh, not not wanting to play in the post anymore. And looks like I was ahead of the curve as far as yeah. like basketball goes. So 
Ansley, were you were you were you clocking it? Ansley keeps a running tab of how long it takes for a black guest to start talking about basketball. Were you clocking <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, he threw me off with the hawk talk. <laughs> okay, so we will consider we'll consider that disappointment chakra unlocked. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, Ansley, keep it moving. Keen, we are now to the heart chakra. What have you learned from grief? Uh, from grief, I learned the best way to the best way to how do I say it? the best way to keep moving or keep moving forward is to not forget someone or forget the reason or forget usually whenever I'm in grief if someone passed, um, it's to not to forget that person but to remember the times you had with them and remember the good things remember like the the jokes remember the the lessons and stuff um because uh it, it took me it took me a minute and sometimes i'll find like old pictures but like um when when um when when my cousin passed uh he was like a little bit younger than me uh it sucked for a long long time how old were you when that happened 29 Okay, and so when you say a little bit younger, like three years, four years, six months, so oh. we were like damn, we're like not twin, not twins, but like you know what I'm saying, like uh, real close, like in age. Like he mm-hmm. was, he was that that uh, cousin I talk, talked about earlier that was like the brick house on the football team, mm. like huge, like I said, six one, two ninety or whatever. Um, so like me and him were like damn near brothers because like we were we were raised in the same house. Um, he was the he was the cousin that had to go to the store. Yeah. When I was, uh, when I was, so you're both being both being raised by your grandma, pretty much, yeah. Uh, a black tail as old as time, yeah. Of the of the three people sitting at this table right now, sixty six percent of us have been raised by our grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> also, the black guys. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Uh, and then, so when he passed, you really just focused on the good things. Yeah, I had to, cause like. Um, Cause it just tore me up because uh, he was gonna get married within like a few months of him oh. of him dying. So like uh, his 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 fiance was like really torn up about it. My aunt really torn up about it, and the whole family was really because he was like such a big personality. Um, kind of like the de facto. I hate to say it like this because he was younger than me, and I was always jealous of this. But he was like the de facto like young patriarch a little bit as far as like. He like the younger cousin would go to him for stuff. He was able to like he was like a smooth talker and stuff. So just like remembering different things like that, <laughs> and like you be you just sitting over jealous like and <laughs> like yep. this is wait hold on hold on this is this is a funny this imagery is cracking me up. But like you're looking over there at him, and you're like you hear the voice. Why didn't he come to me? And then the camera is on the back of you and it pans to the front of you. And you're like sitting there with like a cigar in your mouth with an evil scowl in your eyebrows. Like, <laughs> why didn't he come to me? <laughs> I know how to plug in the VCR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're mean Kean. Yeah. That's why he didn't come to you. But okay, so he was he was like the de facto the man. He was yeah. the man. He was like the Will Smith. He was Will Smith. Oh my God. He that was... was Fresh Prince. He was Independence Day. <laughs> he was. What was the one where he was surviving in New York City after the apocalypse? 
I, he was I Am Legend. No, you were I Am Legend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was all the half. He was all the other Will Smith. Oh, the half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were I Am Legend. You're <laughs> so. But yeah, just all just focused and dial in on all of the the positive yeah. things. You know what was what was uh, if you don't mind me asking, like what when you think about him and you think about the positive things, like what is the one thing that strikes you the most? How how thoughtful he was when it came to family because like um he like i said uh I, it's probably like a, a well-known saying or whatever but like cousins are always like your first friends or whatever like you look like brothers and sisters are one thing but like a cousin is like more of like a friend because you, you're related but like there's enough differences where it's like hey who are you, you kind of learn more about them so with with him it was just like because my birthday is in March. His is in October. The fact that we knew each other's birthday. I mean, it's, it's kind of silly to say like that. But like because we knew each other's birthday, every... Wait, pause. Anytime two men know each other's birthdays, you got to be like, pause. No homo. No homo. We were cousins. I, I stopped saying pause, no homo back in 2010. So whenever I say anything, I mean that. Yeah, but you can't be expressing knowing other men's birthdays on my show like that, though. <laughs> you got to Pause. All right, June 17th. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's my birthday, Pauls. <laughs> How dare you know my birthday in front of my woman like that? Too? You don't want to send me on a fucking scavenger hunt one time. And I was just like, oh, I got to figure this out. And then I yeah. couldn't. And he was like, it's this. I'm like, oh. All right, cool. Yeah, I once told Keen that my birthday was the exact middle day of the year. <laughs> And he spent time trying to figure out what it was. And it's I was not. texting him. I'm like, is it this? He was like, you're close. Yeah. And I was like, I forgot I told this motherfucker that. <laughs> what the hell? He's really trying to figure this out. Oh. Uh, yeah. But, so. uh, but no, but so what I, what I, what I took from, what I uh, learned from him is, like I said, um, every year he would always like text me happy birthday. Like probably like 1201 of mm. March 18th or whatever. So, um, and the re- the reason why people went to him and like he was the man of the family is because like he cared about everybody, he showed love to everybody. Um, and even though I didn't get that yet, I was in that was before uh, meeting my hawk god or whatever. But yeah. um, was that Amon Ra? I don't know. Anyway, uh, before that, um, he showed me, or I I, rem- I, remember, I remembered that um, if you just pay attention to like everybody, the little things or whatever it can help you out. So the fact that he was mindful of family, that's what I pr- try to like learn from him. He is the Will Smith avatar. <laughs> Keen was, Keen was the Hancock bender. <laughs> just, he meant well, but like he was always drunk somewhere. Just yeah. sad yeah. and angry. That's sick, man. That's, I, I'm yeah. a, it's, it's, it's touching to hear your admiration for your cousin. I thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely a heart chakra unlocked. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, very awesome. What was his name? Ray. Ray? Oh. Ray he, Cobb? No, Ray Williams. The cool thing was, too, my, our other cousin, our other cousin that we, that we grew up with, he's a, young, a year younger than us. Uh, he recently, well, not recently now, the baby boy is, what, four now? Named him after our cousin. Oh, nice. So Ray Williams is still in the family. So, like, yeah. it's cool when I see him, like, hey, Ray, what's going on? Like, just to have him have that namesake is really cool. Yeah. Damn, he's just the man, yeah. right? <laughs> he continues to be the man. Yeah. Holy man! All right, again, thank you so much for sharing that, Ansley. Keep it moving. All right, Keen, we are to the throat chakra. Okay. 
So what is a favorite lie that you tell or you have told if it's you get extra karmic points if it's still in rotation? It's not in rotation as much anymore. Um, but one of my favorite lies I told and like as soon as you said favorite lie, it immediately jumped to the front. Uh I used to tell people I was half Dominican, uh, just to see if I could get away with it. Uh, cause I have, I have, a, I have a bit that I haven't done in a while. How it's just like, uh, I'm black, but I'm like, just, just black. Like I'm, I'm boring black. I'm not, I'm not from the islands. I'm not like British and unlike that or anything like that. But I was just like, yeah, I'm half Dominican. And people were just like, all right. Cause like, I think I could pass for that. Cause like Dominican is super like Af- African to begin with. So like, just saying that. Yeah. So that's yeah. my favorite lie. Uh, People were probably like, that's why he's still mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Dominican. <laughs> Dominican. That's like a wrestler name. It oh, does. no, look, I was Dominican. Or a Pokemon. Or uh, a Dominican. <laughs> but I would, I would use that to try to seem uh, more interesting than, than I thought. I was, um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't pulled that out uh, quite often. I don't know if I can pull it out now, but, uh, I might, I might, I might trickle back to it. I'm not sure. It's funny that you, you picked that because you, it's not like, you know, you go to a party and everybody's gathered around the Dominican listening to his stories. (laughs) 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 Who has the command of the party? I think it's the Dominican guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's He's crushing the party right now. I've never, I've never. I've never been like, you know, like like lifted up into like the the, the throes of a party by a Dominican, <laughs> you know. Like a, a, a Dominican has I've never been in a situation where the, a Dominican has gotten the party started. Well, I uh, I've been in a few parties like that. So when I was in high school, one of my best friends, uh, Haitian dude uh, Willie Paul, love my man, mm-hmm. he's my guy. Um, one of his close friends, he was Dominican. And uh, wherever we went, if it was like us three and like another friend or two, those two would start shit. Not not start shit like a fight or like anything, but party like, exactly. Yeah. Like when they there walked party in, poppers. yeah. When they walked in, it was it was a big deal. And there's tr- party poopers and there's party poppers. Oh, by the way. yeah, they were they were party poppers. But you guys walked in anytime you walked in. Yeah, it was it was about to go down. Um, real quick story too. To that's why, damn. Ray was the man. Anyway, so real quick story with uh, me and my cousin. Uh, we went to a, what was it? We went to a basement party back in like 2002 or three. Like we were going to throw a party at our grandma's house, but then she decided not to go on vacation. So like we couldn't do it anymore. Was it a cruise? Huh? Was it a cruise? It was, I think it was supposed to be. Yeah. And then she changed, <laughs> and she changed her mind. Go. Yo, grandmas are always not going on that cruise they were supposed to go to. <laughs> Always, but go, just, that's black. That's the black grandma thing. She just did not want to go. Um, <laughs> so, so we ended up going to like this like factory kind of like party or whatever. Or it was like it was like in, a, in a, an old warehouse warehouse or whatever. And the one thing I remember from that party, it was so many beautiful, vivacious, sweaty, sweaty Puerto Rican and Dominican women there. And they were mm. so beautiful, and they had their butts on us, and we were. <laughs> we were I want to be Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> we were. 
we were in there. And like this, this was like this was like uh, this was like uh, I think I don't I can't remember if Fifty Cent came out yet. No, he did he. No, I don't think he came out yet. So it was like just thick Averex jeans or like Jabot jeans and like big oversized uh, white t-shirts. Sweating through it. I had like a, I think I had like a headband on um, for no reason mm. and like. Just fresh oh, prints in it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just dancing and well, or back, back then, back then I wasn't dancing. Like back then, guys didn't dance. You just stood there, and you kind of had to kind of like. Dan, 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 oh, you were leaning back. Yeah, yeah. You just lean back. You you're Fat Joe, and you were leaning yeah. back. Yeah, Fat yeah. Joe didn't come up with the song yet, but yeah, that's all you had yeah. to do. Just lean back a little bit, or as uh, Brandon Mitchell would say, uh, he getting a wally. So yeah, just stand on the wall, and the girls just shake shake their butt on you. So yeah, okay. All right, so we, that is, Keen, that is a throat chakra unlocked. Uh, and again, what was that lie again? Uh, that I'm Dominican. Half, half Dominican. <laughs> half Dominican. Half, half Dominican. I can't, I can't claim the whole, yeah. Although I do, ah, nah, my Spanish should be better, but my Spanish is like getting better, so. Okay. Ansley. Yes. Keep it going. All right, Keen, we are now to the third eye chakra. So we're out of the physical chakras into the metaphysical chakras. So what is something that you have used to think of as separate, but you've grown to start thinking of as the same? Wow. Um, I think my approach... (laughs) My approach to stand-up comedy and basketball. Jot that down, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, I, I used to think of it as far as like, well, I mean, super. I was super into basketball before I started doing comedy, but I never thought of it as far as like the same thing or whatever. It's like basketball is that. It's a sport. It's fun doing other thing. And comedy, it's fun. It's a bit of a grind. But what I start, it, it started blending together was when I started. Uh, I started hosting at uh raven lounge back in the day because like whenever you first get a room or you first start hosting you want to be the star you want to be like oh this is my room yeah i run shit blah 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 blah. and it's kind of similar to like playing basketball as far as like if you want to be the scoring guard you want to you want to make sure you get all the shots you want to you want to shine you want to get all the points and then what i learned from from uh hosting there is like no you can't really shine you got to be the point guard you got to make sure everybody else looks good you got to set them up for alley-oops. You got to make sure that they're doing well. And if they're doing well, if the team's doing well, you're doing well. So that's how I started, like, m- like molding or melding those things together. Uh, the same way as far as, like, um, like the more my, my set and my material grew, I used to think of, like, how much longer I could last in, like, the game. So, like, when I first started, I could barely get through, like, the first quarter. That's, like, barely five minutes. So, now I got, like, a solid, like, 20, 30. So, now it's like, all right, I might be able to close a game, you know, soon. Put, like, an hour out there one of these days. So, yeah, that's when I started, like, blending those or melding those two things together. (laughs) I mean, I, I can figure it out, but it's funny to not know when you were talking about basketball, when you were talking about comedy and your metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> like the idea of not knowing is just like, oh, dude, is he really just trying to play five minutes of basketball? <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Any questions, Ansley? Any racially insensitive questions, Ansley? <laughs> about Keen's 
illusion of separation being him noticing that basketball and comedy were the same and also him being a black man? Um, no, no. Sounds legit to me. <laughs> right? Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's pretty... That's what that's all pretty... the movies teach me <laughs> about black people. Once they can start relating something to basketball, they start to get happy again. They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. I think it's pretty cut and dry. It's like, uh, I mean, I don't really have any follow-up questions for that. No. No, I think it makes sense, though. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's just so funny to me. <laughs> it's um, Ansley. Yes. Keep it moving. All right. Final chakra, crown chakra. So, Keen, this is a two-part question. So, what is one thing that you can't give up and why? And what would giving it up mean? Oh, I'm sorry. And I don't mean to interrupt. I, I, I totally meant to interrupt. I did that on purpose. But, <laughs> uh, Keen, do you, do you have time to do the Patreon after this? Sure. I got nothing to do. Hell yeah. So uh, <laughs> stick around for the Patreon episode. $1 gets you all of our exclusive content. Let's get into that question, Ansley. Sorry about right. that. So what is one thing that you can't give up and why? And what would giving it up mean? That's a, that's a toughie. Because uh, I think I realized a few years ago, the things that make me happy or that things that do make me happy and what, one thing that would make me happy is uh, being, always being able to tell jokes. Uh, playing basketball, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, smoking as much weed as I can, and uh, having a beautiful woman to lay around and watch uh, TV with. I don't have that last thing. I think that would make me happy. I don't know. Um, but as far as like what to give up out of those things, um, is, is that you're just you just. Or trying to achieve black excellence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, brother. I'm trying real that's just, hard. That's just, you can't give up black excellence. You can't give up the pursuit of black excellence. I don't think I can, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like they're all, they're the thing. Because, like, if, if anything, like, take, if anything brings me down during the day, if I'm able to do one of those things, if I can, like, relax for, like, 20, 30 minutes, smoke some weed, listen to some music or play some basketball, get like flush out all like the bad feelings or get on stage and tell some jokes and like kind of like once again, rinse all that away. I, I think I'd be a very, uh, Domina Keen again. But yeah, if I, if I had to give that up, um, I, I think I might go crazy that, or if I had to give up like, music like give up listening to music because like uh i yeah if i had to give up listening to music i think i'll lose my goddamn mind honestly because like it's gotten me through so many different things and like i've learned things about myself through music and stuff so yeah either the <laughs> the pursuit of black excellence or uh <laughs> or music <laughs> i would i i would be a different person i wouldn't be music me. is part of the pursuit of black excellence. yes mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't have like one track you haven't achieved black excellence. That's like the only person in the NBA that I know that has achieved black excellence so far is Damian Lillard. Oh, yes. He has two albums out, so yes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> he that's he black did everything. Excellence. He did everything. Yeah. Yeah. All he has to do now is like put out a comedy special or like per, like pay for one. Mm -hmm. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. And then Ansley will finally know who he is. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know what team he plays for? 
What team? No, better yet, Ansley. What team does Damian Lillard play for? I have no idea. I've never heard his name before. <gasps> you ever? You haven't been watching basketball in this house. Don't, don't you have ever stayed out in front of Keith? What are you doing? <laughs> we talked about that. Don't be telling our podcast that I'm gonna be watching basketball right now. <laughs> All right, Keen. So Keen, that's it, man. How do you feel? You, you, y'all, y'all pulled some stuff out uh, that I was not expecting. Like you, like you said on the way over here. Yeah, you don't have to listen to. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to know what it is. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'll have fun. Yeah, it'll be great. And I'm just like. <laughs> Contemplating stuff, I'm just like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta call some people. I gotta let people know how I feel. Um, yeah. No, this was this was great. Uh, very, very cool, um, and very appreciative of you guys having me on. Yeah, yeah man, thank, thank you, you for, thank you for doing this. Yeah. Really appreciate that. And um, yeah, so we're gonna hop on over to the Patreon. Remember, one dollar gets you all of our exclusive content over on the Patreon. Not only do you get to counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Pros After Dark, but you also get our fight commentary and analysis that we do on Ansley's Jiu-Jitsu matches, as long as I mean, as well as all the other stuff that we put up there. One dollar, all of our exclusive content. Come in there. Also, check out uh, Keen's shows. I think we forgot to promote those early on. We got to yeah. jump straight into this podcast. We did. We did. But Keen has some shows coming up very soon. Uh, Crossroads Comedy Theater at Plays and Players Theater. You didn't think I remember? Mm-mm. You didn't think I remember? I was wondering. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Jump on that Patreon. We love you guys. Love ya. And we're out. To Jack Rose. To Jack Rose.